Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Up. Uh, take a look overhead. Hey there. There goes Spider-Man. In the chill of the night. At the scene of a crime. Like a streak of light. He arrives just in time. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Friendly neighborhood. Spider-Man. Couple more pages. Wealth and fame. He's ignored. Action is his reward. To him, life is a great big bang-up. Wherever there's a hang-up, you'll find the Spider-Man. This is episode 745 for July 2022, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening narration was by Zendaya herself, MJ, and she was reading the 67 Spider-Man theme song lyrics. So very cool with that. Uh, before we get to the episode, I want to thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They made it possible for you to listen to this episode. One of the perks they get is uh, they get news and ASM review shows two weeks exclusively before I release it to the public. So they had the opportunity to listen to this episode for two weeks. Another perk of being a Patreon member is that you get an exclusive podcast each and every month called Spider Satellites, where it often goes about two hours. We review usually at least a dozen books every month, which... Uh, some of them are good, some of them are bad, and the bad ones are fun to review. So you don't want to miss that one. You also get some Crawl Space swag, and like t-shirts, and coffee mugs, and stickers, and hoodies, etc. So again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Lots of perks, behind the scenes info, uh, and also you help support the Crawl Space. So check it out, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Alright, ASM reviews, coming up. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Javi. What's going hey. on? 20 people watching Spider Logos. Here, here is one guy that wants to talk these issues. Oh, there you I, go. I'm excited it. to be here. It's been Sorry. a long time since I've gotten to be on the show. So Yeah, man. Sorry about the uh, tech support, tech problems. Google Chrome just said no, not today. Uh, we've got JR. What's going on, JR? Well, to be honest, I was a little disappointed because my comic shop didn't have the uh, comic I was looking for this week, uh, which is what if Miles Morales was the Green <laughs> Goblin? Because I, as with the, with all the sensitivity that Marvel can muster, I was expecting to see a goblin glider with graffiti, uh, purple dreads instead of a purple hat, and a rat bomb that once when it landed and exploded, you know, said things like, you can't touch this. So um, they did that with Thor. They did that with Thor. The the writers apologized too. We didn't do that on the news. Yes, even but, though uh, the even though several editors had to okay the story true. and approve yeah. the story, uh, none of them seemed to have taken any responsibility for the story. Yeah, I, which is anyway. ironic given you know Spider Man. Uh, we've got uh, Shy Town. 
Thanks for the text. Thanks for the text. <laughs> no problem. We were like live for like a minute with nobody yeah. there and nobody <laughs> wanted to review these comics. <laughs> That's funny because I, I had no control. The damn thing was saying no. Uh, we also have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hi. I'm tired. I'm so sorry. And thank you for staying late at work to do this. You are very sweet. Thank you for your spider dedication. Or crawl space dedication or fan. Just, just so you know, I'm not recording anything in September. Putting okay. that out there now. Javi has to actually like show up in September. Gotcha. In my place. There you go. Hopefully you have a nice vacation plan. Yes, yeah. Milo Kelly is doing overtime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She is. And we have we didn't have him last hour, but we got him this hour. We got Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, so here's a question. What yeah. actually happened in those missing two minutes that we went live? It's a mystery box. We'll never know. We may never know. No, you can rewind oh. the damn YouTube video and watch the spider logos behind me with nobody behind it, right? Are you sure, Brad? Because, I mean, just like the Amazing Spider-Man here, we, got, we don't know what happened. At, well, we don't know what actually happened those six months. Now we don't know what happened those missing two minutes. What did Brad do? What did, what did Brad do? do? <laughs> Brad, Brad had too many Chrome tabs open. That's what Brad did. Uh, <laughs> all right. Right. I've lost my Google Doc with who's covering what. Who's got number two? I think it's JR because it's got Norman in it, right? I've got if, issue number two, and I okay. am so glad to lead off this particular podcast. All right. So here we go. Mary Jane's walking away from Peter Parker in this issue, right? Well, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, this uh, this 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 co this uh, cover uh, represents uh, misdirection. Yeah, uh, you might call it misdirection, clickbait, false advertising. Uh, yeah. Because if you thought that there was going to be any progression on that storyline, uh, it isn't going to happen here. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, I I expect though that the readership for this issue is going to be less than number one, because I have a feeling that a few fans, um, uh, after the the final page or two of number one, fell on the floor and began to convulse in their own vomit. Jeez, uh, <laughs> particularly those in major metropolitan Midwestern cities. Um, so. You know, we may not have we may not have those people come back to us until the story is wrapped up and a and a resolution uh, provided. So, yeah. but anyway, well, yes, boys and girls. So those of you who did survive to read issue two, um, the story opens with a knock at a door, Peter's door, and of course he thinks it's collectors, but nope. it's none other than our hero. Norman Osborn. <laughs> now, as you know from Nick Spencer's abbreviated and savagely eviscerated run, uh, particularly the end, um, our hero had turned over a new leaf and was a mm -hmm. changed man. Right. His heart had grown three sizes, and his natural benevolence and compassion had magnified many times over. <laughs> so he comes to offer Peter Parker. Uh, some assistance with his desperate economic circumstances by offering him a job. All right. Well, Peter, of <laughs> course, has uh, degenerated into a shriveled, paranoid shell of a man, and he is unable to appreciate Norman's generosity and humanitarianism. Uh, even when, <laughs> even, even when Norman makes a reference to the fact that he recently provided Peter with much-needed help, but of course, because Zeb Wells is making the presumption that he will retain most of the readership, 
um, well, at least what's left after the flame out of the Spencer run uh, and the 19 <laughs> issues of irredeemable garbage that followed. Uh, he's making a huge presumption that people will stay around long enough to find out just what Norman did or just what Peter did. So, all right. Well, it turns out that Norman is asking Peter to provide mentoring, guidance, and life lessons to his two grandsons. Yes, two, because apparently... <laughs> Unlike Clone Harry at the end of the Spencer run, Norman remembers that there is indeed a second Osborne grandson. Kelly, look, it's Stanley. Look, we've been asking, yeah. where is he? Is it just me? Did Stanley age like about three years in the past yeah, eight he months? Aged, and, and he's slightly whitewashed. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And, he, and he gives it's rocks to Peter. Look at him give him rocks. Well, this is six months later, so, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, so three years in uh, comic Six calendar. months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so in order to free up some personal time for his beloved daughter-in-law and to be able to look for office space in which he can continue to build upon his foundation of good works, Norman asks Peter for his assistance, which, of course, Peter only grudgingly provides because he is just that kind of surly yeah. and unhappy human being. Yeah. Well, the rest of the issue is pretty much bland, tepid, and of little merit. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> you're not doing anything else with wow. that, are you? <laughs> well, you wow, know, JR. I mean, if, if I were really interested, I would go into detail about <laughs> then the scene switches to Tombstone and his daughter. Uh, and, of course, the you know, the rose blew up Tombstone's mansion. And so the daughter says, Dad, I want to help. Let me get the girls, you know, and we'll go kick some ass and tombstone says no no go on vacation with it with uh, your fiance that boy of yours you know because i don't want you to see what i'm going to have to do well and then tombstone performs some uh, uh per, per, <clears throat> then tombstone performs some self-orthodonture uh and uh removes the caps from his teeth so and we'll find out well this, those teeth actually do have an origin story mm -hmm. uh which will be told in issue number three all right yeah okay. Well, uh, after uh, after assuring Norman that his grandsons were well behaved, Peter changes into Spider Man and he busts up uh, one of the uh, Tombstone's little mini operations led by the White Rabbit and Kareem uh, Abdul Jabbar uh, as they are trying to sell supervillain costumes. Uh, so Spidey busted up, but and he and uh, he cleverly is able to get the White Rabbit to give up Tombstone's location. Uh, of course, because he's just that intimidating a person and white rabbit certainly wouldn't steer him into an obvious trap. Spider-Man wouldn't just, just take a criminal's word that she's selling out her fearsome boss and just go blithely run into it. Uh, and then set himself up for an issue of torture porn. But uh, <laughs> no, our Spider-Man is too smart to fall for that. Um, well, uh, anyway, uh, Tombstone pays a visit to the crime master uh, and uh, is uh, apparently soliciting his help for something, which we find out when Spider-Man goes to the location given to him by the White Rabbit. Uh, and it, appear, it appears that Tombstone has busted up crime master's gun smuggling operation uh, because the crime master is laying helpless in the van behind Tombstone uh, and the Spider-Man says, well, there's absolutely nothing suspicious here. You just sitting right there waiting for me, uh, not trying to hide, uh, not 
try, you know, not setting up to do something, you possibly couldn't be, uh, you know, there could be anything strange about this. Uh, so I will just blithely walk into this truck where the door will slam, trashing me, uh, trapping me behind, and then Tombstone will beat me down like a bitch uh, for <laughs> and uh, until the next issue. And that, boys and girls, is the end of Spider-Man number two. Was it worth was it worth resuscitating Shy Town for this after what happened to him after issue number one? No, I'm afraid not. Shy Town would have still been, would have been happier uh, 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 convulsing in his own vomit than reading this story. So twice I did that twice. Yeah. Okay, so Jr. You loved it. What's your grade? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, gi- I give it a C minus. Oh well, that's higher than I thought. Okay. Oh, I do see-, see next issue. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a C minus on the table. Uh, let's see, Javi. What's your grade? Um, B plus maybe. B plus. Okay, Mike. Um, I'm actually kind of going for more of a C plus. Actually, C plus, Kelly. Yeah. Uh, C, if that's being generous. Okay. Uh, Peter? C minus. Uh, A minus out of me. Loved oh, it. Okay. Uh, Loved okay. it. Nice. Wow. <laughs> JR, I want to hear some pros. Norman! <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of him asking Peter to babysit? I thought that he has never done that in 60 years. That was cool. Of course, because it's Norman. You yeah, know. I I love that part. I, I that's something he would do. I just I just you know to be honest, I just love the evil grandfather thing. I just really do. I mean, it's yes. like how many how many how many supervillains are grandfathers? You know, I, I just uh, that just tickles me no end. Is there <laughs> any grandfather superheroes or villains? Uh, the Vulture, no the Vulture, the, 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 yeah, yeah, does, yeah. Vulture's got a grandkid, yeah. Yep. Who else? Uh, let's see. Um... Well, I'm trying to think who else would be. Um, I don't know. Would Magneto? I don't know. Magneto wouldn't really no, count anymore. Would, well, he I had fake grandchildren. He had fake grandkids, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where he's just like, hmm. They are old enough to be grandparents, but yeah. not, yeah. Hornacek does a threes company line. Come and knock on our door. Norman's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> right. Um, you know, if I had a good, if I had a good list, which I don't, mm-hmm. Hornacek would probably be on it. So. Oh, right. Yeah. At least but I don't have doesn't a, have his own box like I have, uh, <laughs> an evil grandfather bit like Jr. on Spencer. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When well, your kids, when you become a grandfather, Jr., you can, you can come over and. Well, unfortunately, some people already have thought that Spencer was my grandson. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> any other pros, Jr. Um, on this issue besides? Let's get Jr. and then we'll open it up to the panel, Mike. Mm-hmm. One sec. No, I mean, I mean, I like the fact that. Uh, uh, I mean, I like again, like the fact that Norman seems to have uh, gotten back his quote-unquote legitimacy. Because uh, I always like the idea of Norman not be. I never liked it when Norman got outed as a Green Goblin. Because uh, I just like him to kind of just you know be the monster that walks among us, and only Peter can see him for he, for what he truly is. Uh, but you know, uh, 
that's really about it. I mean, the, the rest of it, I thought, was just very pedestrian. And Tombstone is not one of my favorite villains whatsoever. I have never liked Tombstone. He's, so. he's inching up for me. I like it. Uh, pros, anybody else? Mike, you wanted to say something? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I do find it. I mean, the one saving grace about this so far, this run, is what has been going on with Tombstone a little bit. Yes, I, I mean, like it. I mean, granted, this issue I felt was a little bit slow, a little bit and anything. Um, but thankfully, there wasn't enough mystery box shenanigans going on. But yeah, what, what's going on with Tombstone with the, and the way how he develops over the next couple of issues, I think is really it's really it's actually kind of compelling. It's actually because for a while, Tombstone in the comics has always been kind of portrayed as kind of the enforcer guy that yeah. you know with the all <laughs> the guy who you kind of suspect would be who has a little bit more you know brain it was basically you know he's, he's always seen as a brawn basically nothing but brawn but he actually shows right. that he has a lot more ambition and brains than you give him credit for and Agreed. now that we got the kingpin again is out of the picture once more he's now showing a little bit of the of the of, of his of what tombstone is actually kind of capable of what he gets in charge and it's like yeah. and it's actually showing some and it's we getting some interesting stuff going on there a little bit and so i kind of yeah i kind of like what's going on with there me me too jr and i texted back and forth about this jr doesn't like spider-man being duped into the truck yeah i i like that i thought tombstone planned that Mm -hmm. and spider-man was duped he was duped a couple other issues i mean how long has spider-man been at this you think he would know better to be fair to be fair i think what the implication is, if we're thinking what's going on with the last issue, I mean, granted, we don't really know. I'm kind of wondering if Peter's kind of almost, kind of almost kind of got a little bit of a post-traumatic stress thing going on. Maybe that's one of the reasons why he's not up in this game a little bit here. So. Okay. But Kelly? I, see, that's, and that's one of my main criticisms about what, mm-hmm. what we've got so far. Mm-hmm. One, and this has been going on for what, about 15 years now, where mm-hmm. the only time his spider sense ever works is for plot. It's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why I actually like Savage Spider-Man, because at least it's being used. Because you'd think by now he would under, like he'd be trusting his senses. And we haven't had a single story where he's trusted his senses, he's trusted his gut um, in a long time. And then, like right here, it's like he should have he should have been tipped off. His gut should have told him no. I understand mm. what you're saying about post-traumatic stress, mm. but wouldn't everything in his life so far be post-traumatic stress? Right. Yeah. But I we- guess what they're trying, what's not being told here, that's what the frustrating thing about this is that there is a reason why he's kind of, kind of off his game. I mean, you kind of could see that a little bit in the first issue too, where he's almost like how he almost kind of had this more lackadaisical attitude, like, oh, I'm going to go fight crime, but I was just going to put it off kind of thing. Something, whatever would happen to him, it has basically gone to a point where he's just kind of really not with it. Well, see, and but I it'd, think be, that's it'd be easier, it'd be easier if he had a death wish. Yeah, I would think so. I think that could be too i mean it's just but it but again that's the frustrating thing we don't really know what that is because mystery box we don't know exactly we don't have the full context well here. his spider sense yeah. was going off because he was about to fight tombstone right Stone, right so yeah Tombstone's he, a threat. he, he yeah. either uh he ignores it mm-hmm. sometimes because he knows he's going to be fighting yeah 
I mean, you, you can explain away the spider sense. Like sure. every, he should never get a punch thrown at him because mm-hmm. his spider sense would have warned him. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a punch should never land on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But he can still get overwhelmed though. He, he can, but that's what I'm saying though. Is it like it doesn't? It feels, especially lately, nobody really cares to use that appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in a manner. Sorry. No, no, no go was, ahead, Kelly. No, I was just saying, like, no one's using it in a manner that actually makes sense to the character and makes sense to the fact that, you know, Peter has been doing this. He's basically what in you know the sliding time scale, late twenties, early thirties here. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this since he was fifteen. 16 years old? 15 Mm -hmm. years, yeah. Yeah, so he's been doing this for half his life, and this is, and it's like, it only seems to work when plot needs it to. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I'm getting, I'm getting irked by, like, and this isn't just on Zeb Wells. This has been going on, honestly, since Brand New Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and Tombstone, I'm sorry, Tombstone is just sitting there in the truck, you know, and you're swinging by and you see a supervillain just sitting there in the trunk in his muscle shirt. <laughs> you know, e- even if you didn't have spider sense, you would say, what is wrong with this picture? This guy mm-hmm. is obviously waiting for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's and he's not waiting for me to share a strawberry shake. You know, <laughs> I mean, so. Yeah, I mean it's it's the dummy continuing to dumbing down. I, I I bought it. I, I bought him. I bought it. I don't know and why that's I bought it. Not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear out from Javi. What what do you think of this issue from Prose? I, I think wife. that his um, whatever he's been going through and all the stress he's had. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's like PTSD, but whatever feelings he's having are, are making him sloppy a little bit, and he's a little mm-hmm. careless because he's angry. He can't get things together he's being harassed by bill collectors so i i didn't have an an issue with it i thought kind of like you just tombstone to me is more of a spectacular villain because that's where i'm used to seeing him pop up so to me he's not necessarily a main asm type villain but wells is making him like up his game tremendously and i actually felt a sense of dread as we got to the end of this issue, which yep. just kept building and building, especially by the time we get to the four. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed the tension in it and uh, Jr. Jr.'s art with Scott Hanna's inks. And the, I, I just think it's, I'm really happy to have him back. And it's, that's a big pro out of me. There's, there's just something familiar about it yes. for me that, that um, feels like coming home a bit. It makes me accept things maybe a little bit more than I, I, I would otherwise. I probably am in that boat too, because I've never really liked anything Zeb Wells has written with Spider-Man except this. And I think John Romita Jr. is selling it for me. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Comics has a, a question about Romita Jr. He says, uh, for the panel, what does everybody think of Tombstone's looks? It's the only oh, thing of it. Romita Jr.'s art I hate. I, th- I, I kind of like Tombstone. I think he does a pretty good Tombstone. Anybody dislike I, it? I like his tombstone. I don't, but the thing is, is like JRJR's art is not my favorite style. Uh, it, it, a lot of times totally everybody fair. has a flat head, uh, but I think that that works for a tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Gary in the frozen says Peter can get hot headed sometimes. And I can see him ignoring his spider sense. That's fair. He does. He is hot headed often. So mm. good point there. 
Uh, all right. Uh, cons, JR, what did you not like? You didn't like Spider-Man was duped into the truck. You thought he should know better. You, Kelly agrees with you. Anything else? Well, you know, and it, getting back to J.R. J.R.'s art, uh, again, I really am not qualified to be an art critic because, like I have always said, I cannot draw a straight line with a straight edge. So take, you know, take my art criticism. But it just, I mean, I've, and I've been kind of scrolling through, you know, people's comments here about J.R. J.R.'s art, you know, and it just seems like something's off. It's like he's like he doesn't make that next pass through, you know, and give the faces some more definition or something. I mean, everything just, a lot of it just kind of looks like it needs to be po- another, another polish to it. I disagree. I, I, think, oh, God. I, <laughs> I think his stuff on Avengers needed polished. And mm-hmm. I thought right before he left a Marvel, his stuff was just an off a little bit. And I think he's rejuvenated with uh amazing i'm digging this stuff i'm loving mm-hmm. it i'm eating it up with a biscuit and slopping it up man i'm loving I, it <laughs> i feel like there's a because i didn't read that avengers that brad's talking about but yeah i i did follow his um superman year one and his superman stuff with bendis oh yeah and and this is just a whole nother level yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. did you read his captain Above. america before he left marvel first time um I did. I, I read it after the fact when it was yeah. like on sale through. It was okay. But his Avengers stuff was the first time I'm like, man, I'm not digging it as much. Mm-hmm. But this stuff. His, his art, right. Like his people have gotten more slender and blockier, mm-hmm. which doesn't work for someone like Superman. But with Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you want him to be right. weird and angular, I think, kind of like Ditko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary in chat says uh, Scott Hanna's inks over Ramita art. Ramita Jr.'s art would be wor- worse. He deserves some credit too. Yeah, I think without Hannah it helps a lot with this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hornacek says Jr. and I are turning into the Siskel and Ebert. Ask your parents. <laughs> <laughs> parents yeah. yep. I give Jr. one finger up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Other cons, and I just JR. give you my pity. And, um, and the box that watch the previous. This isn't. Episode. I don't really feel this is a, a con for me. Uh, but I wanted to point out uh, Adam Shingle on mm-hmm. our, uh, you know, on our boards and yeah. through the website. He had a theory that this cover uh, wasn't necessarily like Marvel being bait and switch. Mm-hmm. That maybe this was supposed to be for issue one, not I've for this still- issue, because this more lines up with what we see in that first issue. Yeah, this. Yeah, I read that. Obviously, too. there's no MJ in this in this comic. Right. I read that too, that this was going to be like this, that this was like one of the proposed, like a variant, a version for number one, and everything like this, but they decided, Oh, we got to put it off because he didn't want to spoil the surprise of, of what happens in issue one or something like that. So that I heard that, that as well. And yeah, I do think that, that I'm not wanting this basically be like, you know, like you, Brad, they say that like, Oh, we got to rate, rate stuff on the cover. But in this case, yeah, this was a little bit of a miss. This was a bit of a, Especially if you also read the slit two of this thing, because it almost even right. sounded like this was supposed to be kind of emphasizing, you know, that thing. Did I read it somewhere? Don't aren't the covers produced months in advance before they get the yep. slot in? Mm-hmm. And I think this yep. is a Ramita said, Well, Peter and Mary Jane are on the outs. I bet you this will be in it. Yeah. If, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Oh, Adam's watching. So Adam says, thanks for the shout out. Hobby. Wow. Thanks, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, check out Adam's panel of the day every day on the front page. He does a great job with that. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, Gary in the frozen is calling out Jr. Good for you, Gary. He says, I'm a little surprised Jr. isn't loving Romina Jr.'s art on, on this, where, uh, one of his favorite issues is Peter Parker 75. 
Well, Gary in the Frozen, um, <laughs> when I was a younger man and took oh. offense at such things, I might put you on my list. But uh, <laughs> I've actually, I, you know, but see, that's the point. You you kind of defeated your own argument there is when you look at Peter Parker 75 and you look at the art in Peter Parker 75 and you compare that to what he's been doing so far, there's no comparison. You know, I mean, it's just, and again, you know, it's again, like I said, I only, I only wade into art criticism very carefully because I can't draw, but, uh, you know, there's, 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 uh, uh, there's a great deal of difference between the two of them. I mean, what he's doing now doesn't stack up to what he did before. Right. I disagree. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Kelly's got this one. Okay. ASM number three, 897 legacy. Yes. All right. So it was, I put all the info in here, but I also did this at four in the morning. So <laughs> don't get on to me if things I are weird. But uh, it was it was released uh, June 8th, 2022. We got Zeb Wells, John Romita Jr., um, pencils.hannah on inks, and Marcia, uh, is it Marcuccio? Not Marcuccio, but Marcio? I don't Marcio? know how to print Marcio. Maybe. Uh, Menez on colors and there's no uh title of the of the issue but uh in alphabet city paul i hate that name sorry people named paul uh but have you ever, have you ever met a good paul or are they all no. bad all paul is bad i like the name uh especially when uh we're talking about this paul but Paul is talking to MJ on the phone about just wanting to talk to Peter after he's been leaving some voicemails that uh, he feels are disrespectful. And as he gets to the apartments, he finds that another person is also looking for Peter, a bill collector uh, about the hospital bill. Yeah. Uh, so Paul gives the guy $1,500 uh, lay off Peter for a few weeks since he doesn't like seeing anyone get kicked when they are down. Meanwhile, a bound up Spider-Man is stuck in a construction site slash subway tunnel and Tombstone and his gang continue to wail on Spidey. Man. Tombstone really hurt Spider-Man and he asks him a question. Why come to Harlem to ruin the deal with Mr. Ro- like with Rose? So meanwhile, in upstate New York, Janice and Randy basically ask each other to marry, uh, you know, let, basically let's get married. But Janice is very uh, pushy on she's asked him, even though Randy tried to ask her. Um, and Randy just cannot get a hold of his father, Robbie. Uh, Tombstone and Spidey have a actually pretty good conversation about how we can be quick to judge people, but we never ask why people do what they do. Meanwhile, across town, Robbie can't get cell reception in the limo he is in. And then the white rabbit jumps into the car to tell Robbie he needs t- to meet her boss. Uh-oh. In the subway tunnel, we see tombstones. We basically kind of get a tombstone origin story. Uh, as a kid, he wasn't really treated well by the world around him, and he eventually gave up. Uh, and stop talking altogether and stop trying to ask for help. When he then took a nail file to make his teeth sharp and pointy to teach bullies a lesson in his own way, sure that they are going to hear him and play by his rules. Meanwhile, Tombstone's men, now dressed like Rose's men, 
are about to go and shoot up an area of New York. So an Avenger or some superhero, some kind of superhero in New York will come in to take Rose down for him. And while this is happening, Tombstone is also going to show Robbie what happens when his son tries to take his daughter away and orders his men to kill Spider-Man. Spider-Man starts telling Tombstone he's learned his lesson and to come back, but Tombstone says it's too little, too late. And we last see Spider-Man in this issue yelling no in front of the goon's gun to be continued. All right. Uh, Grade. Uh, My grade is a, actually it's a B minus, but that has a lot to do with the Tombstone story. Okay. B minus Mike. Oh man, this is kind of a tough one. Um, oh man, I want to give it higher, but I mean, there's just so, some things about it. I'm on. I want. I, it's a reluctant I'm, C plus. Basically, I, I'm, I'm being super generous with the B minus. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm being kind. I'll give it a C plus. I mean, but it's just. Yeah, there's issues. I've got. I've got problems with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, Peter. Great. I'm being generous too. B minus. Uh, Javi. Um, I'm not being generous. I'm going to give it an A. Okay. Wow. JR, <laughs> you matching that? I was almost personally offended, but not quite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here comes a D. So mm-hmm. I'll give it a D minus. I yeah. know. I can expect, I can see why. Yeah. Um, B out of me, not as good as the last one, but a good mm-hmm. cliffhanger. I'll give you mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I wanted to read the next true. issue damn quick. Mm-hmm. Kelly Pros, what'd you like? Um, I Again, I really like kind of seeing the tombstone origin from his perspective because we've you know we've seen it but we kind of understood what was going on but kind of to see that again that whole setup with we never you know whenever a dog bites a human we always ask what did the human do to the dog but we never do that to other people we just kind of immediately label them and move on we don't ask why they do what they do and Sure, like you know, the guy crawling up uh, the perimeter mall <laughs> trash compactor is probably just an idiot criminal. But for Tombstone, you know, he had to fight really hard to get where he is, and so we kind of get to see that, and it humanizes him a little bit, mm-hmm. even though he's still completely irredeemable. Also, his the idea of him just saying, "Hey, my people." dress up as somebody else's people and cause chaos is a very much uh, modern idea yeah. that yeah. I think is very smart on Tombstone. I, yes. That's something I wouldn't expect from him, but at the same time, he's not supposed to be stupid. No, so he, this is really his intelligence. Really exactly. His intelligence in this arc is up his game a lot. He's yeah. acting like a crime lord. In he, this. he he's he seems believable, but the thing yep. is, is everything else about this issue beyond Tombstone, I do not like at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one person said when I said, "Is there ever a good Paul?" Where was it? Someone <laughs> said Paul McCartney. Yeah, Hornacek yeah, said Paul McCartney. Go. That's a good Paul. I don't know. Yeah, I bet yeah. you people don't like Paul McCartney. I bet <laughs> you he's a jerk in real life. Okay. Uh, other pros on this issue. I liked I liked well, Tombstone being smart. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, the so one back. Tale off of what Kelly said about yeah. Tombstone. 
we've all you know gotten sucked into marvel's hype every you know now and then with various stories and i feel like this is one time where they talked about building tombstone up um that they actually are doing a really good job of matching the hype that they're selling yeah um and i mean just like kelly pointed out like him like you know well, I'm going to have my guys dress up as the roses guys. There's just something about it that really just got under my skin and bothered me. And and the way that he had Spider-Man helpless and beat up, like there was a sense of tension and, and danger that I haven't felt in this book in, in a while. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated that aspect of it. Yeah. I like um, the aspect of the little Spider-Man thought balloon or whatever it was where mm-hmm. he's like, I can break through this unless it's adamantium or yeah. titanium. Let's just call it adamantium or whatever. I thought that right. was cute. That's, um, yeah. that's his internal monologue that I like. And to go off your point, Javi, I think a lot of what maybe brings that kind of that visceral sense of tension is I think because, I mean, say what you will about um, Ramita Jr.'s art. I mean, there is a very visceral was it's very visceral reaction to this thing. Yeah. It's very kind of, I mean, yeah, it's very gritty. It's very violent. It's kind it of is. like very, very missed of when he was doing that, when he was doing kick-ass. Yeah. Um, and there, yes. I mean, I don't think I remember seeing something this brutal in a Spider-Man comic. In a well, while. when he fought Marlin, that was brutal. Yeah, that's true. And that was Romita Jr. That is Romita Jr. Yeah, but yeah, that is fair. That was a brutal How long like, ago was that? Yeah, that was ago? like 20, 20 years, years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so this is to see this again, especially when you see the big mat the of blood, blood on like Spider-Man's the, the face nose has been thing. broken and bleeding. Yeah. Right and you're just like, yeah, it's just this feeling. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of like you really at that point, you really kind of you really kind of feel for the for Spider-Man as a character and you want him to get out of this thing. And in part, in part, the art sells that and you kind of that sells that feeling of that this that he has just been pretty much got you know got wrecked yeah. in this thing and there's nothing he can and there's really nothing he can do and i know there's yeah. probably folks out there i'm sure on this panel that, that like well, he shouldn't be this helpless why is he not breaking but, out of this thing i think that's part but that's again that plays into the story a little bit too. jr yeah, you and I, I talked about how you said this is like torture porn yeah talk about that you're are you offended by spider-man getting this beat up is that what you're saying well the only thing Tombstone didn't do was just make him his prison bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty well. That, kinda, would, that would go a little. That would that too would far. Yeah. A little that would, bit like like need the black cover mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know. a, and a paper right. I felt that was the only thing missing. It's like, well, Zeb, you've gone this far. You know, why don't you go the rest of the way if you're so mm-hmm. you know, you know, if you're if you're so clever and you're telling such a gripping story, why don't you just go all the way? Um, you know, Spider-Man sitting there at the, I, I don't know. I mean, are you asking me for cons now or, uh, no, or, but or, no, what, you weren't. Okay. The conversation led to how brutal the fight was. And I, and y- yeah. you were offended by that. I think, well, I mean, <laughs> one, I'm, I'm sick of, I mean, tombstone uh, should not be in Spider-Man strength class. Tombstone shouldn't have been able to so easily dominate him. Um, uh, you know, it's, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just thought it was disgusting, frankly. I just thought Dark it was, Mark it was would disagree with you, Jr. I Dark Mark care. and I are on the same page for a ch- <laughs> No, I mean it's like I don't care. What, uh, <laughs> Kelly? Um, I mean, in this, I mean, this is a part of my con, but it's a part of the con overall. Again, mm. like it would make more sense if we kind of understood where Peter is emotionally here, 
Because, yeah, then, yeah, it would make sense <laughs> if he's just letting them wail on him because he feels like he deserves it. But the thing is, is we're not really getting that out of the monologue. And I, this is where it feels weird for me. It just feels like Peter is very weak and he's never weak. But there are times where he, you know, he is so overwhelmed that he does have this like masochistic streak of letting people beat up on him when he feels like he deserves it. But we're not seeing that justification here. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that actually. Yeah. That's a Uh, very good point. We're we're moving into cons, but any other pros before we move to cons? Well, going off what Kelly said. um, Well, first of all, the tombstone backstory is pretty cool. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, tombstones right on the path to where, being like a mob boss enemy like the kingpin was for spider so I, I can see that happening but we see peter like uh to the point where he's not whole he's not complete. he's not 100 percent. Yeah. yeah this might be giving wells a little bit more credit because he's you know he's down with mary jane and he's down with his aunt may so therefore you're getting this type of characterization in peter I, I don't think that's the case. I think they're just moving the plot along, but that could be a yeah. silver lining. Uh, Javi, any other pros before we move on? Uh, Randy and Janice in the diner. Yeah, that was I appreciate like, that we got to see a moment of them together. I liked her proposing. That, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was, was neat. fun. That, that's, that's something like an alpha person would do. I think she's the alpha in this relationship, don't you think? Yeah. I, I mean, she's I, she's very independent and strong. Yeah, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know. are, are, you, are you calling Randy a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I kind of did. Well, you know, Randy's been married before. He, he, he's proposed before. Right. Let him get let him get married. Make number two have the girl do it. I don't know. That's cool. Uh, cons, uh, Jr. This is your review. What's the cons? Uh, no, that's no, Kelly's, no, review. Kelly's, Kelly's review. review. I apologize, what? Kelly. Your your cons. Sorry. Um, all I wrote on here because I've I've talked about it a little bit. Like I said, like there's a grander scheme of things that I just really dislike, but specifically this issue, Paul existing. Like yeah. when yes. I turned yeah. it and like it's his face, I was just like, I'm done. All right, yes. cool. Um, yeah. but Brad, again, like I said. Me. <laughs> there, there's some characterization stuff and it's it's so weird because it's like it's there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're not either Zeb Wells is just assuming we all understand where his mind is working and he just thinks we know mm-hmm. or he thinks that this is kind of a way to hide what's happening next but really all this does is just make it look lazy a little bit right and bad I'm just ready for that like wake me up when it's over yeah, the thing yeah. is, what I wrote when I wrote on the Discord when in reaction to this, I said I don't know what is actually sadder, that Mary Jane somehow hooked up with this guy who just <laughs> radiates douchebag with money. Thank you. Or said douchebag with money was able to basically bail Peter out for fifteen hundred dollars using Zem. You know, oh, Venmo, oh, no less. hold on, hold on. It wasn't a bailout. It, <laughs> it wasn't was a bailout. True. It was literally was, telling the bill collector, got, "Hey, or, don't harass yeah, him for a few days." Right. Basically yeah. bribing the bill collector. Yeah. Yeah. But, but again, wasn't bribing the bill collector. Was something else. <laughs> the guy's using Venmo of all things to basically. I know. Yeah. So, the guy's not a bill collector. 
He's right. not a bill collector. Yeah, but no. the thing is, here's the thing with them though: is so. there supposed to be like a five hundred? There's usually like usually when you when you send like Brand. when you send on Venmo, <laughs> when you send like Venmo, when you usually send something on Venmo, right? It's usually they give you like a warning, like oh, if it's over like five hundred bucks. They usually like say they in fact are you you know because that's when they start getting oh, suspicious. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you're doing friends and family, it doesn't do that. Yeah, well, that's what that's the thing. How you I don't pay know my if this yeah, but this guy's not a friend. This is just some dude he just met on that just met out there in the building. Okay, again, somebody said in the comments about how shady Paul is just being able to just drop uh drop like that much. Yeah, you know wirelessly on the phone, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is is like for all we know, um he does some very, very shady things. What is going on? What am I missing? I'm he's popping Paul up and he's upset. Yeah. Why? Why are you Why? doing that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, saying and saying. You're talking about yeah, Paul. We I need to see the man with his Venmo app open. Yeah, which, no, is, which I think is again which talking is like, about it. We don't need again, to see it. Which again is like one of those things. Like, okay, yeah, you obviously got. But again, who does this? That's what I'm trying to Stereo figure out. Stereo does this. That's who. Well, <laughs> I mean, who does like like? Oh, I'm gonna basically just like I'm gonna pop like fifteen hundred bucks like to some random guy I just met on the street. That like, my, hey, back off this guy well, a little bit. Like I my mean, girl's ex. Yeah. Well, I will. I will say that like people that don't, basically, people that think fifteen hundred dollars is chump change, are just mm-hmm. like yeah, easy money. Which a lot of very rich people, especially when they grow up rich, do. Like yep. this is, I can mm-hmm. see this. This almost feels. This would feel better. Like I could see like if Harry did this or something, right? Or Norman, yeah. like for yeah. whatever, like just to say, Hey, I got to go bug him. Not you. Well, here's what's but the strange thing about is, this. is why yeah. is Paul? Why? Like, I don't understand why he, I don't care why. Cause I, I don't, don't care about what he cares. Why. I kind of wonder if Wells thought this would make kind of Paul. Oh, he's a sympathetic guy. No, it's just no, it makes it makes it look really bad. Weird. I mean, well, I'll, I'll put it well, I don't think it, I don't think he's like evil. I don't think it's no. like directed towards Peter, but it does make, me go okay is is paul into some like shady shit yeah that's what well, I was, he's like, concerned I was, like, look he's concerned for <sighs> peter's safety hope he's okay i mean yeah, look at well, that. He, he could be a decent guy and still into some shady shit we've seen well, him. Well, we don't know right. nathan lubinsky yeah. yeah. we don't just, need him we it's just a try it's it's the way but again it goes back to the whole mystery box thing too it's like we don't really know we yeah we don't know the context of who these characters are even though the characters know what's going on but we don't we the readers don't mike we don't even know That's the context of his relationship with yeah. mary jane which is exactly a lot a lot of people are building it up in their heads based on past experience mm-hmm. and and getting you know spun up about it but like honestly he's been in two issues for like four pages right max so like we know yeah. nothing about this nothing. guy other yeah. than he's got money. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that and, and he feels like he needs to defend Mary Jane's honor by whatever message. Right. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go down to talk to Peter here. As like that's the. You we know. got some comments in the chat. Uh, time for cons. Let's hear Shy Town discuss Paul in this issue. Yep, we're hearing it. <laughs> okay, Brad, go ahead. Show Paul on the screen. <laughs> no, no Vinkman gave me a super chat to stop. He says, "God damn it, Brad! I can't be spending this money right now, but you need to stop putting up panels of Paul." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vinkman, did you send us on Vimno, Vinkman? Is what I was <laughs> 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 I did it on YouTube. Super chat. There you go. Uh, the debt collector, Hornacek says, comes off as more of a loan shark than an actual debt yes, collector. Yes. Yeah. Even he's a mystery, though, because he showed up in issue one talking about the hospital medical bills. Yeah. Right. So, but just the way that, that he's depicted in the art 
it just comes off well, shady. Ho mm -hmm. Hospitals hospitals don't employ people. Now, I'm not saying that like if somebody bought the debt from the hospital, like if no, it had charged yeah. off things yeah. that things I know from from past life and finance, but if somebody Same. charged off, mm -hmm. like if it charged off and it went to a very disreputable uh, collections company. company. Yep. This yeah. is possible, but the thing mm -hmm. is, is six months on a medical debt that large normally does not happen this way. And it appears right. that this guy is just sitting by Peter's porch. Like, Peter is the only person, his only guy that he needs to go collect money yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. It's it's weird. Yeah, well, It's a lot of money. Hornacek is wondering if there's any debt collectors in the chat, and what is your opinion <laughs> of your occupation's depiction <laughs> in this story? Uh, they, they would be sitting... At their desk and yeah, calling, exactly. and they mm -hmm. would give maybe fifteen minutes to this entire situation tops right. because they have Other way people. more time on. Like they they yeah. have way more than just one one uh, yeah. debt to collect. This guy acts more like a repo man. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this, this guy, like like you said, like a loan shark. This guy acts mm. more like you know one of the lackeys from Tombstone's crew trying well, to get know. money back. Like this doesn't yeah. seem. Mm -hmm. Normal. I wonder yeah. what the, the loans chart will take. Will he take like in the Marvel universe? What a what a, a uh, debt collector will take? Like Asgardian gold, adamantium. I mean, what would <laughs> adamantium bars? Bitcoin. Anyway. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait. What? What would uh, Stark bucks? Stark so bucks. Bitcoin. There you go. How about some old Parker Tech uh, phones or whatever he had back in the day? Yeah. Uh, Hornacek wants to know in the future will a uh, future review recap with someone saying our hero Paul. No, <laughs> um, I will. I will walk. I will walk out this door. Mm -mm. Uh, you'll and see behind me. Mark uh, will say that. Dark Mark will say that. Dark Mark. We need to get Just him on the get, show. Yeah, he was supposed to be here for this. We one. asked him, but he's busy. Probably. All right. Heard. Any other thoughts on this one before we move on to the last one? Uh, we've got Mike reviewing this one. So Mike, take mm -hmm. me through this one, please. Okay. So here we have issue four, once again, written by Zeb Wells, illustrated by John Romita Jr. And with inks by Hannah and Menez that's doing the coloring. So, but we're going to, we don't open on the cliffhanger. Instead, we have a very odd prologue. Um, well, some might call it touching because we open with Mary Jane talking to her, to her daughter. Mini me, we finally learn her name is Romy, which could be short for Rosemary. Romy, and but I'm like to call, but but considering how MJ's daughter looks suspiciously like a five year old version of her, I'm just going to call her Mini J. Yeah, Mini J. That works. MJ and Mini J. Because clearly she looks like her clone. Which may or may not be a thing. Who knows? So anyway, so Mary as MJ and Minnie J are basically going through their little nighttime, like, oh, good night out. You know, it's after a while, crocodile, a little prayer routine. Uh, Minnie J goes, mommy, who's that at the window? And we see that it is the black cat. And apparently Felicia must be as just as out of the loop as the readers because she's like, hey, where's Peter? I got to find him. And have you seen him? And Mary Jane's like, oh, we don't really. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't really spoken to him. And then and then Black Cat said, well, I've heard rumors on the street that Tombstone's doing something. We, I think, well, you know what? Never mind. I think he'll be fine. Everything is. And as she's about to leave, she turns. She looks back and goes, oh, cute kid. <laughs> and then departs. And then yeah. Minnie Jay's like, mommy, who was that? And she and, and MJ goes, 
Oh, that was just a friend from a long time ago. Like six, six months. months. Yeah, six months is a long time. In the Marvel, yeah. Marvel universe. In the Marvel universe, that's a long damn time. It's going to be like ten years. Old. Six months is an eternity. Yeah. So, so basically, so we established that one. Yeah, like I said, Bad Clat doesn't know anything that's going on, just like we readers don't, and apparently didn't. And apparently, but again, I want to ask you what's the point of the scene because it seems like they're focusing very much on this kid who looks a lot like MJ. Could be something, could be nothing. I don't know. We, mystery box. Well, Mike, I, also, it, it seems like Black Cat isn't one of the people that Peter alienated six months some, ago. Something, that too. Yeah. 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 Again, but okay. I, I so, don't think these kids are real. Go ahead, Mike. I, yeah, these, kids are, these, are, these are Mysterio kids. Anyway, we're going to go back to where the last issue actually did end, in which Peter is about to get basically gat basically point blank in the head and he's like oh i can't do anything i'm about to get shot in the head when who should come to his rescue but kareem who um, kareem Abdul i had Jamar, to refresh myself who kareem was kareem was the guy that we found that he whose life he actually saved with from the burning car in issue one and who helps to tip um and who was also in issue two who was with the white rabbit kind of you know saying hey you know spider-man's good people kind of thing so he comes in and he tells the guy who's about to shoot uh spider-man hey whoa 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 the the, the boss told us hey he just wanted to scare him he didn't want to kill him and everything like this and then the guy with the gun's like oh screw that i'm just you know you i this guy put me away i'm not going to risk that chance i'm going to shoot him and that's when kareem takes i guess a crowbar and just whacks the guy with the gun and then basically quickly un unlock Spider-Man's cuffs. And then he uh, basically holds the other guy's boy and says, hey, and then Spider-Man's like, why, why, why are you doing this? He says, hey, you did me a solid. Now I'm going to do you a solid. You, I'm going to get you out of here kind of thing. And okay. so you got to do what you got to do. And so Spider-Man goes, goes off. And what follows is about, well, wait, before we get to that, we then find out that rant, that, Ro that, um, Robbie is basically been goes to the place where I guess with the white rabbit takes him to where a tombstone is. <clears throat> and he's like, you know, thinking what's going on here. And then tombstone's like, Oh, you know, Randy thinking he's going to marry my little girl and everything. You know, we, you know, it's like, we got some loose ends to tie up and it's very ominous and very shadowy and everything. And then after that, we see pretty much 12 or so pages or so of what, if George was here, it was basically called of Spider-Man beating ass. Yes, that's he beats some ass, doesn't he? He just basically just starts mowing through these guys systematically. Yeah. And as he's doing this, um, we cut back and forth. We got between Randy and Janice, and Randy's going. They're going back. They're back in New York City, and he's trying. Randy's trying to call his dad. Like I can't get a hold of him. Peter, during in the midst of this, Peter, and they're in the midst of this fight, manages to call Randy. Says and tell him, Randy. Tombstone's got your dad. You got it. You know, you got to, you know, you got to do, you know, he's got, he's in trouble and everything like this. Don't, you know, and then Randy, when he hears that, tells Janice to step on it and just like they floor the gas. Meanwhile, Spider-Man's still mowing through all these goons. And right here, like, I love this scene where he puts the web trap and it's like, right. They get stuck. That's yeah. so, I don't think I've seen that. That's cool. Right. Yeah, and he's just, really yeah, cool. he got, he's got stuff in there, and there's a point where he eventually does he like he where he's up on the ceiling, and yeah. there's these goons coming in with guns. He says, "Hey, guess what? Boy, bad news for you. I'm all out of web fluid." And he just starts beating them up with fans, fists and feet, yeah, and just just really just tearing through these guys. 
And eventually, and again, while this is going on, Randy's just trying to get to the to trying yeah. to get to where his dad is and where Tombstone's like freaking out. And he's going to, you know, tries to muscle get his way past these two tombstones of guards. Peter, you know, Spider-Man, he's going through these guys. And finally he gets the guy, this one stooge that's dodging bullets, and then he gets in there. And he sees there's a guy he thinks that's always a guy dressed up like the Rose. And he's like, oh, yeah. this is part of Tombstone's master plan. And he's like, and the guy dressed up like the Rose going, no, you did the cop, you know, the cop and you know, all that stuff. And then Spider-Man's like, nope. And he just clocks a guy and one he punch. takes off his mask and he finds out that it's Richard Fisk. Richard Fisk. The real yeah. the Rose. And he's like, wait, what? And he looks around. He realizes he's not actually in Harlem. He's actually in someplace else and while randy gets finally gets in there freaking out of his dad he sees tombstone and Ran- and uh, and robbie and robbie's like hey son how's it going they're just drinking coffee they're like trying like yeah. their old best buds and everything like this and he's saying hey i heard you're good married congratulations everything janice falls she's like hey dad what, what's going on i thought you wouldn't anything and then tombstone quietly tells janice like oh no 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 don't worry i mean I got things taken care of. Like as I say, I I let he said. Well, what about the? She's like, what about the rose? Oh, I let the authorities handle it. And that's when Spider Man kind of we got that Spider Man. That's when he kind of realizes he's been duped. Yeah. Remember when Tombstone told Spider Man that he was going to have some hero basically clean up his mess for him? Turns out Spider Man was that hero. So this whole thing was basically just a setup for Spider Man to basically take down the rose. Yep. And that's how the issue ends. All right, Mike, grade. Okay. Um, my grade, I'm actually giving this a B plus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Kelly. Uh B. I I mean, yeah, a B. Okay. Uh Peter? B minus. Javi? Another A. Uh JR? C plus. Another A minus out of me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, say what you, I mean, yeah, essentially this, I really enjoyed the way that, I mean, say, I mean, yeah, we can quibble about how this happened, but I mean, the way Tombstone set Spider-Man up here, I mean, was brilliant. Yeah. I like the fact, even though we got, we actually got to see Spider-Man actually do some butt kicking for once, but again, the way, I mean, let's face it. I mean, this is a, this was a master little stroke that Tombstone pulled. I mean, we all kind of thought prior going to this issue, at least I did, oh, this was kind of something serious thing. But the the fact that this was a way for Tombstone to both kind of try to put his past behind him, while at the same time, let somebody, let's, let's get somebody else to do the, his dirty work for him. Yeah. And he, in a sense, and if you think about it, he actually admitted that's what he was going to do to Peter at the time, even yeah. though he Peter didn't think he that was he was going to be the guy. I thought, hey, that it worked, and I also thought that the way that Jr. Jr. drew this was excellent, especially when it's got a lot of action there. I so, love the A and the B plot cutting back yeah. and forth, A and B, mm-hmm. and then they merged. Yeah, yep. I, I thought that was great. I, oh yeah, it's structure. That. It's structured actually. That part of it was actually structured well, well in terms mm-hmm. of terms of and also how Ramita laid it out too. So yes. I, there's no complaints about great that storytelling. No, no. Not Love both of that. Uh, other pros. Javi, Javi and I are on the same page. Go he ahead. telegraphed this ending in the last issue mm-hmm. with the, um, the henchman who was saying, oh, it's this line. And he's like, no, it's not. 
it's this line because we're in Harlem. Like he corrected his guy who almost blew the whole thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like he told, like Wells told us the ending of this last issue and none of us, I I certainly didn't catch it. I didn't either. But but just like, it's been a steady progression of, of tension for me. And, Mm -hmm. and I had a hard time putting this down because I was worried about Randy and, you know, Peter trying to stop, you know, all these innocents being killed just for where they lived. And, and, and like you guys said, just the way he cut back and forth. And, and I liked how, um, you know, Spidey couldn't be in two places at once. So we had to choose. So he, you know, called Randy to help him out to do it, you know, to try and mitigate things like Mm -hmm. that showed some intelligence on his part when he really was just not panic mode, but he needs, uh, he needs, he needs help. Definitely word. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Peter, it wasn't like he needed help because he was being incompetent. Yeah. He was just up against, he's been up against the wall. Exactly. Peter pros, uh, following through with uh, the stories actually driving the character. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the character driving, I'm sorry, this character driving the story. Uh, Tombstone said he was going to pin this on Spider Man. And here we are in issue yeah. four. He pinned it on Spider Man. Yeah. Um, like Javi said, you know, the goon almost screwed it up for him, screwed up the plan. Um, Tombstone corrected him. Peter wasn't on his end game. He's, you know, he's bloodied. He's handcuffed. A whole bunch. Yeah. It just. It didn't work out for him, but like I said, Tombstone is heading down a path where he's going to be on par with Kingpin or what mm-hmm. he was, yeah. what Kingpin was. It, it reminds me a bit of the spectacular cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They used Tombstone effectively there when they didn't use Kingpin. I mean, you can manage it. Is it well, who plays the who's a voice actor for that one? Oh, the same guy oh, who, David. who did, uh, yeah, David. 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 David yeah. something. What was his Keith name? David. Um, Keith, Keith David. David. That's Keith, right. Keith David. I mean, you he did a great Keith job. Did channel. I mean, you heard Keith David's voice when Tombstone was agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. When you're reading the dialogue, oh, yeah. Kelly pros out of you. Uh, I mean, I think it's the same thing. It's just, yeah. I enjoy the fact that Tombstone, this is a very smart plan for, yep. for Tombstone. And so it, it creates an interesting dynamic. Um, but that's that's really it for me. Like, I mean, it's a great. I I enjoy watching Peter finally have enough and break down and do just kind of go at it. Yeah. But again, he. I just I feel like there. It just feels like he's on autopilot and he's not actually. He's not actually in the game. If that makes sense. Right. He's not a hundred percent. Yeah. No. No. Jr. You had to like something in it. Well, <laughs> well, one, it was it was good to see Spider Man actually act like Spider Man and mow through these guys. I mean, yeah. it's just you know, and he's done this before. You know, when he's been literally, he's so broken he can barely stand, but right. yet he has enough to, and he just literally mows through these guys, which then makes me wonder if if he can mow through all these goons when he can barely stand after he's been beaten to within an inch of his life, but he couldn't take on tombstone when he was, 
his his self. I <laughs> just again, <laughs> it's whatever the story wants. You know, I mean, it's almost like slot plots. You know, mm-hmm. uh, where the story, you know, the story is the important thing, and not the, and well, getting the character right is not. Um, Mary has a question for you, Jr. and the panel too. Was uh, Jr. and everyone else were you guys caught off guard by the twist? Were you no, caught off guard? Been, hasn't the kingpin pulled this shit before? You know, oh, you know, I'll use Spider-Man or other superheroes to take out my uh, my uh, co- uh, competitors, and I'll be the guy on top. Hey! You know, I think you know, I've, I think I've seen this before, Mary. That's a no. It's a yes for me. I was surprised at the end. Was anybody right. else? I, I, I was, actually I was. was. Yeah. I was actually impressed by it. Yeah, by the by the twist. Yeah, I, I like. I was kind of, so it's kind of like where Javi says, like, it, at first, like, when I read the issue, I, I broke down. I did kind of just dismiss what the goon was saying. Yeah. But then once this came out, I was like, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. has been planned. Yeah. So in some ways I was surprised, but in other ways it was like, okay, this is, it was almost like, okay. Good, good job. Good job. There, there even there even there is even a point where I was thinking, oh wait, there is a potential hole in this plan because since the guy was about to shoot Spider Man, and then it, this plan depended on Kareem having to be there, and then realized, oh, Kareem was probably in on this whole thing yeah. too. Yeah, and I'm like, and yeah, okay, but it, yeah, nice timing there, I guess. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, well, it was yeah, it, it's like I wasn't. I don't want to say like I was like super caught off guard just mm-hmm. because then it's like it kind of it helped fill in fill in some, some of the missing pieces yeah, yeah. and so it was kind of like it, un- it it almost was the the twist helped uh fill it you know was the missing puzzle piece mm-hmm. in a way one thing i like is the last panel makes me want to immediately read the next issue which is the the job of these darn things that mm. keep you know, Keep making you want to buy Spider-Man at gunpoint. How's he getting out of this? He can't break the binds. Tune in next month. Tune in next month. How Spider-Man's going to get out of this frame job that happened to him. Mm-hmm. I dig all that. That's so. Uh, these are good teases to the next issue. I think they're very well done so far. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out if it pays off in the long run because we were praising Spencer until the last issue. Mm-hmm. That wasn't so, that wasn't on Spencer though. I, I agree, yeah. it wasn't on Spencer, but yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm digging where this is going. So, um, cards. I'm sorry, Brad. Just to clarify, oh. are you digging the Tombstone uh, story portion of this particular run? The Mary Jane and the Kid is the least interesting thing for me. All right. Uh, and the, you just led right into what my con was. Ah, right? I, I did that on purpose, Mike. Go ahead. I little segue <laughs> because. Had we not had those two pages, I think this would have been a higher grade. Yep. But because we have the old mystery box going and we have no idea what this thing is about the kid, we know it's something because obviously Wells just wants to pay attention to this. And the yeah. fact that, you know, that there is something more going on here with the with MJ's kids than we're than her just being a mom here. There's it to me, it just doesn't, it seems way too suspicious to be you know do you know more than coincidence why this kid looks a lot like mj and why and also why this why they're so close and those why the the, the panel focus on on felicia going looking back and going cute kid there's definitely wells wants us to pay attention like going he's underscoring this saying there's more going on here than just mj being suddenly a mom all of a sudden yeah um but again we again since we don't know any context here we don't know yeah. why 
MJ is acting like this. We don't know why she suddenly formed an attachment to this kid after six months. It's it's making it, it reads like it's been like instead rather than six months later, it's been six years later. Well, I mean, and yeah, it's just well, that's why Stanley is not a baby anymore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, apparently so. I mean, it's just it's just the, the the whole thing kind of feel again. This whole thing kind of feels it feels off. It's like the, the whatever this mystery plot is going. It's almost like. Wells has this had this whole thing like oh we were going to do this he want it almost like oh we're going to do the six the six months time job is what's killing this book you know I didn't like, I didn't notice this anime hunter has a good point in the comments he says uh, she lied yeah Mary Jane yeah, lied about the to Peter I didn't I didn't think about that but she did didn't yeah. she yeah. yeah like she was about to, she was about to say something and then she said and then she corrects herself and then says oh I we won't speak and it's like yeah again we we again it's like Something we were led to believe that something happened, something really bad. That why would she act like this? And also, we don't know what the kids. We have theories. I know we have theories about that. This is tied into X Men somehow, and their yeah. little cloning thing going on there. I suppose, but but again, it's the thing because there is such this. We're not to, because the characters know more what the readers ought do. We don't really have any context for what's for, we can't really have any emotional investment of what's really going on. You see what I'm saying? It's right. just we're forced. We keep being forced to try to figure out what looking backward instead of moving forward all the time, and that's kind of the end of what's really. I think that's what takes it. me down from an A from a total A is the Mary Jane plot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I've I've seen it. I kind of think it's Mysterio. I hope I'm I'm wrong. I, I think it's. I hope it's something a little bit less obvious. But um, mm-hmm. I yes. dig the art. I dig the pacing. I dig the storytelling of mm-hmm. the gang war. I like Spider-Man being duped a little bit and Tombstone outsmarting them, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Uh, I'm just digging it. I'm loving it. And this maybe it's because I went through the Ben Riley mess for mm-hmm. wh- however months. But this is cool. Well, I'll put it this way. The thing that these story like this whole so like the run so far, the thing that it's lacking is the Peter Parker aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're seeing, you know, where before it was almost like, well, why does he not want to be Spider-Man? Why, why are we like, mm-hmm. we're not really getting a Spider-Man story here. It's all Spider-Man. But the thing is, is like, it's almost where we're going from one, one extreme to the other. We're not getting that balance. And I do think that, to give Zeb Wells the benefit of the doubt, I think he's trying to show us why and try and bring us back to that balance. But the thing is, is that again, this whole like mystery that most of us just really aren't, it is not necessarily that we're not invested in. It's just, it's not being, we're not being breadcrumbed the right way. Mm -hmm. way. We're not getting the little hints and things to keep us entertained. What's keeping us in our, like what's kind of keeping us reading the book. If you, are going to keep reading the book is the Spider-Man story, like the action, the, you know, mm-hmm. the story, but that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with this mystery. Mm-hmm. Do you think the mystery's wrapped up in 900? Oh no. I wanted to bring this up. I don't think we're going to get a better look on what Spider-Man is going to be in the future until August. They're saving yeah. it for mm-hmm. August. And they're, yeah. Because that's, that's when the amazing 1000 comes out and that's when we're getting into the tombstone arc, you know, mm. 
and yeah, they they are spinning. They are spinning their wheels on something fierce. It's almost, and that's again, it almost feels like this is it. I dare, I don't want to dare make this comparison with Lost. It's almost like oh, but it's okay, it's feeling like season, that. It's this almost is season three of Lost. This is where everybody's spinning their wheels, and there's mm-hmm. nothing actually going on. And it's exactly, cool. yeah. And I'm what did the smoke monster do? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask all you this. Let's say issue one did it a different way with the with the Paul and the Mary Jane. Let's say we had more context. Let's say mm-hmm. Paul revealed himself to be Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Okay, like right there, and he says to Mary Jane, "You know this is for the best." Going from right there to issue number four, would you guys give that a higher grade because he had more yes. context? Of yeah. What's going on? That's yeah. what Kate and that's yeah. what Kelly's getting at. There's not enough that. clues going on here. She's giving us proper context of why these things are happening here. It's I mean, not it's, something that we like, but it's something mm-hmm. that we identify within the Spider-Man mythos. Did we? Right. Did my, we get any question, clues in two and three? Like no, four? no, okay. that's no. Now, see, this is my thing. There's, it's, it's a, it's an aspect of storytelling that is absolutely missing from mm-hmm. what otherwise would be a fantastic start to a run. Yeah. For me. And it's like, mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, everybody has something different. Everybody has a different idea, but I would be far kinder. Like I would, I want to give these things A's because the characterizations work, mm-hmm. but yeah. the storytelling, there is something missing. And it's, it's so weird because it's like Zeb Wells is a better storyteller than this, regardless if you like him or not, he knows how to write the story correctly and properly. And so he, this is a artistic choice but I feel like it's the wrong choice. The mm-hmm. story is like messing up the characterization. Ha- right. Javi was going to say something. Go ahead, Javi. Yeah. Do you feel like in this, like to everybody, do you feel the story would sit better with you if it came right at the end of Spencer's run and we didn't sit through beyond? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. No. Actually, I, no. I'm, I'm giving like, I'm not Wait, counting no, that. Ag- I'm not counting that against the story at all. That's. And the thing is, is that's the same situation where, I was willing to give that entire run a chance. Mm-hmm. And I know I gave it some high grades. I like some aspects of beyond, but when Nick Lowe got involved towards the end, to the point that he's willing to point out shy town and, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of rub it in our faces. Well, he, uh, he like, pointed it out, but also said like, Hey, bear with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think no, nah, that's not how me- I took that. That's the thing, because it well, didn't. It wasn't a fun. W- none, nothing that Nick Lowe said was a fun way. Right. Every single time he decides he's going to make. This is my thing. If he wants to write a Spider-Man story so bad, maybe he should actually write yeah. it mm-hmm. instead of forcing somebody to write what he wants. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What I worry about this was that they used the six-month gap as a means of. I, I, let's just get to the yeah. spot where we wish we want Spider-Man to go, and let's worry about how we got there later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more you put that off, the more it's the more it's not. It's gonna fa- It's gonna collapse. You see? Yeah. Going and back he, to that Mysterio thing. I just want to say, like, would you rather read a book going, oh, how's Peter going to get back with MJ and how's Peter going to fix this with Aunt May rather than because, you know, it's going to happen rather than what happened. Mm-hmm. I'd rather invest money into a comic book going, how's this going to work? I mean, this gets me interested mm-hmm. rather than 
there, there's an old there old theory. I think Hitchcock talked about it. How it's better sometimes for the audience to have the two people sitting at the table that don't know that there's a bomb under it, but the audience does. Yeah, yes. exactly. And, and I think that's I, I think that's what you're alluding to, Peter. Yep. You wish, as an audience member, you knew what was going on behind yeah. the scenes, who the villain was, what's going on, and then we can enjoy the characters react, it, it not creates, knowing. It creates tension. Exactly, it creates the tension. It creates yes. the intrigue. Versus, that's what I'm saying is that like the only thing that's really keeping us here is like, oh, we're finally getting, you know, like Tombstone finally poked Peter enough that he turned into Spider-Man. We're that's screaming good. in the seats, going, "He's yeah. right behind you!" Or look right. out! Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going, "What's happening?" Yeah. 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 Uh, comments before we. Oh, Jr. We didn't hear your cons. I want to hear your cons. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to blur things too much. I think I've made it pretty clear what I yeah. that I don't like this story. Uh, but I think Kelly, uh, and actually all of you, it's an interesting conversation. Kelly used the term mystery box, which uh, yeah. uh, nailed That's it exactly. My, because it reminds me of J.J. Yeah. Yeah. Abrams in the mystery box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, wow. I mean, and I think uh, immediately the thing, I thought of Star Trek Into Darkness. And, oh, you know, yep. that too. Because where Abrams just thought he was just so clever. But he wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. the story collapsed yeah. under his own smarminess, thinking mm-hmm. that he was doing and thinking that he was pulling something over on everybody when everybody had already guessed the secret beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of it kind of collapsed under his own ego and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that Wells is cooking up something like that, but it's just, but like you know, but you, you guys are right. It's just Kelly's right. It's not leaving the right clues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's frustrating us. It's frustrating us more than intriguing us. Um, yes. And I kind of compare this, and I think maybe I did. In issue number one, I kind of compare this to JMS first few, um, you know, when he fir- the, the when he first was setting up the Moreland and the Ezekiel stuff. You know, one, I think I'm mystery boxed out. I'm tired of someone trying to pull the wool over my eyes and con me, you know, and 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 you don't deliver, you know, uh, like again back. Before JMS, you had the whole thing with the uh, the reboot or whatever, and you were desperate to see somebody else. And and then he and then JMS, who you're just eager to see start, he gets started on this story that you just know is not going to play out well. Yeah, I, I always right, called that whatever. the spider that bit him had a motive. You know, and, and we just got done with Spencer's run, which was a huge disappointment, whether or not it was Spencer's fault or not. I mean, that's that's not relevant. To, that's a different debate. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a huge letdown, you know, and then, of course, the beyond thing kind of skipped me because I didn't pay much attention to it anyway. Um, yeah. But it, it's. Yeah, I, I I can't make any point any more concise than you guys already did. It's okay. it's not, not laying the it's not leaving it's not leaving the breadcrumbs in a good direction. Yeah. You know? yeah. So let's hit the comments up before we wrap the show up. Anime Hunter says I think most of us have had our fill of mysteries these days when it comes to Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Citros love spider history says it rocks. So there you go, Yay! Jr. The, the the cult of Jr. lives. Uh, Avery, first live show as a Patreon member. Wish I could have gotten in sooner. Will we watch? So, Avery, welcome. Thank you for your support, buddy. Hey. We've, we've, oh, I know. Segway. Segway. <laughs> Segway. Segway. Yeah. We've got a Patreon show coming up next. We've got nearly 20 books we'll review. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> no, <laughs> poor thing. Um, all right. Final thoughts. Shy Town. Uh, yeah. All right. Happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, final thoughts. Um, 
I think it's mostly, I think we can all tell that I'm very hurt by Nick Lowe because <laughs> Javi made me, had to remind me how much I, I'm very hurt by Nick Lowe. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, one thing we did not mention, which I thought was uh, no disrespect to this person that Nick Lowe interviewed, but at the back of the letters pages, did you see that, that interview he did? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just thought that a little out of place. I don't know. What did you guys think about? It? We didn't talk about that. Well, Nick Lowe said he was going to do some interesting, fun things with the letters page besides well, that's, posting that's my good. letters or mentioning me without anything. But uh, <laughs> um, I guess uh, EMT, a Marvel employee, as a brother yeah. who's an EMT or an uncle, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I guess Son, that is kind of cool showing the real life heroes. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It, okay. it, it, it just, no disrespect to the EMT, it just felt a little out of place. I don't know. It did. It did feel. Uh, I, I, I mean, place. everything that Nick Lowe does is out of place. <laughs> uh, who we did? Peter, uh, Kelly. Final thoughts. Do we hit you already? Yes. Okay, Mike. Final thoughts. Um, I'm what about this whole run? It's like if this winds up being Clone Saga four, the um, <laughs> search the electric blue. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, because I mean. At some point, I have no idea what that right here. So it's just, yeah. Again, I mean, you can. If what's the maddening thing? It's frustrating to see that like, you see the potential here for this book is here, but then it got it's being dragged down by what happened, and everyone's like everyone's saying where it's more frustration than intrigue. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Javi, final thoughts. I am liking the first four issues of this a lot Same. more than I did the first four of Beyond. Mm-hmm. And That's fair. Yeah. I and I reread all four of these, um, you know, an hour before we did the show, and it, yeah. it just flowed really well for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, I was thinking of the return of Barry Allen, which I'm not saying the story is by any stretch of the imagination, but there was a lot of that story where you saw Barry start to go kind of crazy and become the villain, and it's like, what is Mark Wade doing? And then at the end of the story, you find out it's not Barry Allen, it's the reverse flash. And and everything gets explained perfectly and, and it's just one of the for me it's one of my top five favorite comics ever. And I'm not saying this story is that by any stretch, but I hope that when we get to the end of this arc we start to see some of how everything fits together and we get answers and maybe things that we're upset about we feel better about when we see the whole picture. So I'm just I'm just gonna go along for the ride and hope that my faith gets rewarded. Same. Uh, JR, final thoughts? No, I, I really don't have anything to add. To be okay. Well, we have a question for you, JR. Gary wants to know, can you do a spider history and death in the family in its entirety? And Marvel Knights Mark Miller stories, please. At, you're, you're, you're still taking requests? <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm going to answer Gary's question. Um, yeah. To be honest, Gary, uh, probably not any time in the near future. And the reason why is because, as uh, you know, Brad has so kindly uh, archived uh, my uh, website, my art- all of my oh, articles. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did a long essay on both of those. So I don't know what more I would have to say or anything different I would have to say than what's already in there. You know, I kind of, and it was, I kind of think I've, I feel like I've done that. Um, but, uh, so check, if you haven't read those, check them out. Uh, 
you know, it's not beyond me. I'm, you know, it's not beyond me revisiting. I mean, uh, if you asked me in the year 2006, would I still be on this podcast in 2022? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know, nothing's impossible. But I think right now I've, I've said about all I can say on those two stories. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 